Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin. Well, hello, Earthers, Belters, Dusters. Welcome back to another amazing AfterBuzz TV after show for your favorite show, The Expanse. We're on Season 1, Episode 8, Salvage. I'm your host, Sean O. Oh, Sean Overman, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to call myself Sean O sometimes on it. Ah, okay, I was it like, was habit. It was habit, guys. So you can find me at Sean Austin O., on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we're joined by my very beautiful co-hosts, as usual. Oh, thank you. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane on Twitter and Instagram and Carrie Lane Actor on Facebook. And I'm Maria Cavasudo, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MGCVSST. And I wanted to start off tonight by uh, actually telling about some great news yes we will be joined next but week that's a drum roll sorry by Bad drum roll, roll please Steven Strait yeah. oh I already said it there we go Steven Strait who plays James Holden <laughs> yeah. on The Expanse isn't that wonderful everybody so I um, yay yes his PR people over at NBC Uni uh, aka sci-fi got back to me and he's Sweet. confirmed to come next week awesome. so, so we're he'll gonna, be right here he's gonna be sitting next to me we're so excited this is where Holden we're just gonna be like Stephen Strait will be sitting no. <laughs> we're, we're not just have, kidding at all no <laughs> you girls are gonna have some eye candy I'll yes, tell you that yes I think they're excited <laughs> so we're gonna be getting behind the and scenes and boys if any boys want yeah yeah, yeah, that yeah. Too. but uh-huh. we'll be right here yes like, like yes. Direct. maybe we shouldn't be here actually no, no, probably not, <laughs> no we're, we'll be fine we'll be fine <laughs> we'll be talking to the poster boy of the belt revolution. Yeah. Remember the can't. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the can't. That's right. So, um, but in the meantime, before we get to him, because he did, yes. uh, Holden was a big part of this episode, let's talk about Miller, because that's where we start in this episode, right? So, Miller has a conversation with someone on the ferry going to Eros, and who does that person happen to be? A Mormon. A Mormon. I feel like the Mormons have been in half the episodes. They've been in a lot. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And I like the conversation. What did you guys think about it? Oh, I kind of... It was an interesting conversation. Yeah, I kind of saw it it, it, at one moment. It was actually reminding me of, like, Heaven, the way they were talking about stuff. About how saying, like, you have no idea if it's out there kind of thing. Oh, sure, sure. So, and, you know, given that the other guy's a Mormon, he's like, well, it's just, you know, um, God's way of telling you to, like, you know, keep looking or whatever. I kind of saw it as an allegory toward uh, to Heaven or about Heaven. When when yeah when he says the line of uh, if you get out there and there's nothing out there like you're gonna feel like a failure almost kind of feeling and it's like no they went looking and there's not a problem with that and then 
by the time 100 years, he won't, the guy won't even be alive anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you just me. went it's, going out there. That's, um, <clears throat> there's this, sorry, I was like, there's, there's a sci-fi book I read as a kid. It's like Orphans of the Sky, and that one was a ship and semi-spoilers, but I don't know if it's spoilers because Spoiler it's so long alert. ago. It's a ship that's been out in outer space for so long, people forgot they're on a ship. Like, it's made, like, an ecosystem, and mm-hmm. so they even forget that they're on a ship, because they've been looking for another planet mm-hmm. for that long. So it reminded like, me of that. It feels like that's their world on the ship. That's all they know, yeah. I've, I've seen a film like that. Well, I they think. haven't seen outside, yeah. too. Uh-huh. So, and then, like, somebody gets... Sorry, we digress, but... Somebody yes. gets to the control room and sees stars, and they're, like, mind-blown. Like, what? Whoa! <gasps> we're not on a planet. We're in space. Yeah. It's a really good book, Orphans... Yeah, I think it's, like, Orphans of the Sky. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I've seen a film exactly like that. I'm going to try to find it now. All right. Um, but uh, interesting parallel <laughs> with faith and God yes. and faith in Julie Mao. Julie yeah. Mao is uh, Miller's faith. And that's where he kind of sees a, a parallel with what's going on between the Mormons and, and himself. Yeah. And he actually... Is, he hasn't even met her. It's like God. No, it's not like he's yeah. met her, but he believes in her. Yeah. Really fervently. He's, he's yep. giving, just like the Mormons, they're giving up everything yep. to, to go out there into the deep, deep vastness of space to, to find this, like pretty much like the promised land. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, well a land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or find God. Sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, we don't really know what it's going to be or what it really means. It's just looking out there for mm-hmm. something. Sure. Well, we do get to see later on that uh, the the ship is actually... I, is that the top of the ship or like a piece of the ship? Or is that the actual ship, the Nauvoo? That I is felt it was like, the ship. The ship is shaped that's like... That's my guess. The trumpeter. I think I thought it was like the top of the ship, like something... Or something that's just like like a statue. I didn't yeah. really... I don't know if that was the actual ship. I mean, we didn't really get to see enough of it to yeah. fully decide. But I thought, yeah. it, I thought it felt... I felt it was... That was most of the ship. It could be that... That's like, yeah, it could be that is. Well, that the could ship. be the front, and then like there's still a little yeah, bit more at the back. It could have been like, yeah, yeah it could be that's maybe the bridge part sure. where, where they're all stationed, looking up at, looking out at space, and then the rest yeah. of it's like the engine. It's quite. A what ship. is the name of that? What are, What are those things called? The front of ships. The bridge. No, no, like oh, on a ship when there's a for, person. Oh, um, the, sh- the uh, bow. The ba- it's near. No, there's the bow. a thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that's ah, called. Ah. Mascot. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I forward <laughs> the forward compartments. Sure, no. there's, but the there's the thing when they put a person or like it's like yeah. the siren or whatever. Yeah, anyway. it, it was usually a siren or a mermaid. Mm-hmm. We digress once again because anyway. <laughs> we're that excited about this show that we're like we gotta talk about. Stuff. Yeah, we want to anyway. talk about the details. Um, anyway, so we have Miller. Fast forward, he gets yep. to Eros, which apparently we find out is the murder capital of the belt. And it's really pretty, guys. It's dirty. (laughs) I was like, all that trash. And people look so run down. The first time we see anybody in there or anything in there, it's literally like chunks of trash on the ground. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's really run down. It's like a really dirty theater carpet. Only instead of popcorn, it has garbage from all over the space station. And nobody there seemed to be very lively. Everybody was like, you know, sitting around and like... It's, it almost no. makes me think like a drug, <laughs> like a drug den, you know. Yeah, I was gonna of, say everyone's like drugged out or washed out, washed yeah. up, you know. That's so interesting that you guys say that because over there at at Eros, and the, I was reading in the book that when people get there, it's mm-hmm. so cheap to dock and just keep racking up and oh. stay there, and it's meant for you to just like 
chill out and spend money, but no one cares about anything. Everybody just trashes the well, place. Well, that's the guy like playing the stupid video game and just like he's yes. like on repeat and like a zombie. Yep. You know, he's just mm-hmm. not doing anything. Total zombie mode. Instead of doing his Doc Master yeah. duties, right? Mm-hmm. So we have Miller come in to the Doc Master after he sees where the birth is yes. for the Anubis 1A. And he goes to this guy. He's trying to get more intel. I like that scene. It was <laughs> awesome. He tempted the guy with his plastic money. Yeah. And he went after Take it. Take my chips. <laughs> and he stomped on his throat. Yes. I like the pull and like smash It's like a, a good technique. It's very yeah. like, take some bait and I'm going to smash your face. Like, yeah. Very effective. It shows how much he's like, well, he's not officially on He's like, don't mess anymore. with me. Well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't do, matter. Yeah. He can no. do whatever he wants. I mean, the only And he downside, knows the cop there. He knows one of the lead cops there, yes. so... That's a plus side, but the only downside is, like, given that he's not technically officially on duty because he's no longer employed, <laughs> he could be on... Like, which we see him yeah. after he, you know, stomps on this guy or whatever, end up in jail because you don't really have any kind of immunity anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he, but... Yeah, if, <laughs> if he had just gotten, like, the info quickly and gotten out, that would have been I don't feel that guy would have been very giving of information. He was totally in his, like... You're, I don't care about you. Yeah. At all. And he probably didn't even know anything. Yeah. Really, if you come to think yeah. about it. He was probably just so brain dead from playing his casino yes. game on there. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to push the button. Yeah. Those other guys showed up really quick, though. They he, were there was, very like, fast. One, two, scroll down. Oh, great. And boom. It was yeah. like. Yeah. And they were there. And they got him. They threw him in uh, jail. Now we have Miller sitting in uh, the brig, pretty much, mm-hmm. of, the, of the station. Uh, and then we have his friend come in, and his friend's name is Inspector Sematim- Sematimba. He doesn't say his whole name. I know his whole name because I read the book. Yeah. Mm, but he calls semi. him Semi, right? Which actually is spelled a little bit off. When we look at the captions, it said Semi like a semi-trailer. Yeah, yeah. But it's actually Semi with a Y in the uh, book. Yes. Got it. So Okay, guys, seriously, get the captions right. Like, what is this? I know, right? You think the caption guys would read the book before they did Gosh. it? Gosh. Gosh. What's the problem? They get paid enough. Come on. <laughs> so they uh, they have lunch together, and uh, it seems like Semi is ordering, like, a burrito bowl, kind of? I thought it was burrito. Yeah, like yeah. a burrito bowl. Yeah. I thought it was more of that, like, ramen stuff, but then when Miller he ordered said burrito, a yeah. burrito, I was like, oh, the other guys must just be in, because he said naked in a bowl, and I was like, oh, that's maybe like a, like a, yeah, a burrito bowl. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. But maybe it could be like a noodle concoction in space. That's for sure. In in the book, it definitely does. They actually are having noodles instead. I was going to ask, how much are noodles in the book? Because there we go. That was our honorary <laughs> thing we were saying for next time. We need to do our noodles. Yeah, and that's why Sorry, I that thought- was my chopsticks. Actually, <laughs> actually, Carrie went ahead and had I, some already. So yes. we're like, I'm super jealous. I tweeted at them. I'm like, guys, I finally had that ramen that this show was making me crave. I know. Yes. I'm, I'm craving it pretty bad, too. <laughs> It's so funny that you you tweeted that, and I was reading that in the book today. <laughs> right when you tweeted that, I was like, "Is he on the same page I'm on?" Apparently, <laughs> I should have brought my book with me there. You should have. Like, yeah, okay. just sat there yeah. as a meeting. That, that Actually, the great. people next to me were kind of laughing as I was trying to take my selfie, and I'm like, "I'm on this after show, and I, there's a thing with ramen, and so you know, and it's all about that creative angle." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you even had like the the black. What was it like that sauce? It was soy sauce. Uh, soy oh, sauce ramen. Oh, okay, it was just soy sauce. It wasn't like that really thick like eel sauce or whatever. No, oh, it was just soy that. flavored. They mm. miso soy and something else. Mm. Well, anyway. So, fast forward after he gets the info. By the way, it's CPM, which is 
We don't really get to learn what that means. Like, did you guys notice a tiny, tiny little badge or like a pin? But also, they're saying it in the loudspeakers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. CPM security is here to help you. Please go ahead and report any suspicious activity. Nobody does anything. Yeah. At all. It's easier to live where there's no order and there are no rules. So why is anyone going to report anything? I mean, they're already they have this. Sorry, uh, sorry. I hit (laughs) Carrie's hand by the way. Um, Bam. (laughs) Why why report it when you have such a great system that you can just take advantage of? I mean, there's no point. And was Sammy though? Wasn't he saying like that they were trying to set up the the system was already flawed mm-hmm. and like when they were trying to look at security footage? So he's just like, yeah, they're trying to mess this up. Yeah, they're they're trying to they they were doing something. They were like retrofitting yeah. like I the forget new system. how he described it, but I was like, yeah, I don't trust that either. Yeah, so it seems like these are police only in name and they're probably just yeah. a bunch of paid thugs. Really. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Yeah. It's what uh, I like to do on Saturdays. They okay. don't <laughs> <laughs> They don't say what CPM stands for, but in the book it does say carne por la máquina, which means meat, meat through for, the machine. Meat through the machine or meat for the grinder if yeah. you translate mm. it into English. Yeah, if you if you make it more polished it would be meat through the grinder in ah. the grinder. Yeah. But, but I'm wondering if that's what it actually stands for or if that's what Semi and his other mates who are on CPM like have made it up, you know, like, like with their colloquial term for yeah, it. Yeah, like or like that's what we are, you know, we're tough like that or we put people through the, the grinder, you know. Yeah. We're, sure. we're we, the grinder. We've been through the grinder as well. Okay. Who knows? It can be any of that yeah. stuff. Well, they got the churn, so the grinder, <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's right, the churn. Everything's coming yeah. together. Uh, so they get to the Blue Falcon because Sammy gives him that information, right? He shows yep. him uh, Julie Mao on the security cameras because he knew he wouldn't take no for an answer. But mm-hmm. you already see Julie Mao, like, walking in a way that's, like, not, like, a normal person. Yeah. It's like you can... Uh, did you guys notice that? Yes. She was kind of like, I don't know if like grabbing her belly or something, but like kind of hobbling. It was not. She looked sweaty, mm. disheveled, and she, her hair was definitely like wet. You know, it, it looked. Did she, she have lo- a red jumpsuit on? Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's always yeah. had that red jumpsuit. Yes. Like even on like, I think the all the show, like promos before the show came out. Yeah, I like noticed the, the hair, but I didn't quite notice the belly grabbing. Yeah, I don't know if that was exactly it, but it looked like she wasn't uncomfortable. Well. Yeah. She yeah. was hunched over. Yeah. Okay. A little yeah, bit. When, yeah. It, when it went to that shot, yeah, just like that, right there. Oh, yeah. Those are you. I didn't see it. I did my best <laughs> impression of it. So Holden and Co. Um, let's see. We uh, they they actually Miller sees them and he helps them out right mm-hmm. at the at, right at the end. Perfect timing. He oh, makes that's the entrance. awesome! Uh, you know, it just made me laugh so much just because all of them have been through some sort of combat type deal or you know shooting guns whatever but mm-hmm. clearly Alex has not so when he emerges <laughs> from that couch he's like the only one who's disheveled and like so shaking. jumpy and like super, ah! super yeah. jumpy. it's like calm down yes. dude it's yes. okay so funny. His face, take a breath his face is like pale yes and they go down the hallway and he, he points a gun at a guy who's even paler than he's him he's like don't even yeah <laughs> I mean poor guy yeah poor guy he normally stays with the ship yeah, well, that well, we saw that also when they went to explore that. Um, yeah, he's like, oh wait, the Anubis, um, the Anubis. asteroid thing. He stayed on the yeah. on the Rosinante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, because he is the pilot, he knows how to work yeah, the ship yeah. better than anybody else. Let, let's start talking about uh, the crew. Well, actually, you know, let's talk about Julie really quickly, and then we'll talk yeah. about Holden and his crew at the Rosinante. So they go up to room twenty-two on their way up. Miller totally pulls Amog status. Like, he is the alpha male of the group, and nobody oh, and can I lo- mess with Oh, we yes. loved Amos's, like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, he Amos- did a shrug, like, yeah. yep. 
Amos was either like, I'm totally on board, let's go, dude, or kind of like, that's my kind of dude. He's right. Yeah. 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 You're way better than James Holden. I'm not going to take orders <laughs> from the skipper. Yeah. Well, James Holden questions, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit more. And I think Miller and Amos are both kind of just like force yes. over, not brain necessarily, but a little bit more but forceful. But I love the kick door down. They're like, get ready. One, two. And two. he's like, boom. Screw it. Bam. Knock <laughs> the door down. Did you see right before he kicked the door down, He they were all tense, right? We have yeah, Amos they were and like, James. Okay. Yeah, on the count one, of. Two. And he's like. Screw you guys. But even before that, just a moment before that, he, Miller, is scratching his chin, and he's kind of, like, in lost in thought. Like, well, I thought he went up to the door, and I thought his back up was weird, so, He yeah. went up to the door, and then he went back against the opposite wall yeah. from the door, and he kind of scratched his chin like, I'm here, I'm finally here, this is it. If, you know, if Julie's in there... Then she's in there, like, what's going to happen getting now? He's getting cold feet. He's getting cold feet. He's, like, so in love with her, he, like, doesn't want to be disappointed. Yeah. Right? He doesn't want to be the Mormons that go out there to the edge of the galaxy and not mm. find God. Find it, yeah. Right? So he is just, like, she could be dead. She could be alive. She could hate me. She could love me. There's so many possibilities right now. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. But then he just dives right in. Yeah. Yeah. That's where the the body takes over the mind, and it's just yeah. like it's like just go, just yeah. go. do it now. So they get it go, over with. So they go in there, um, and it smells funny. And it smells funny, and immediately when they do that, they're like, "Oh, that smell! You know, there's dead bodies in there." Yeah, I know. Me too. I'm like, "Where's the body?" <laughs> like, I mean, I was reading this book the other day, and same thing. It's like, "Oh, and the smell," and I'm like, "Cause it, there's a decaying body in mm-hmm. the back. We know this. Move it, move it. Come on, like get to it." And and he is, everybody else is like kind of hands off, but Miller is touching everything. I know. And don't touch anything, Miller, like opening doors. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, well, I thought when he first opened the door that maybe he could have pushed it open with the gun or something like that. But even if you do that, you push open the gun, whatever it is, let's just say there's spores, the spores are going to get on the gun. I think it's one of those, if it is like that, though, as soon as you enter that room, you're screwed. Probably, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so everybody... If it's airborne, you're done. Everybody could be contaminated. Yep. They were in suits, thankfully, when they were on the Rosie. Yeah. yeah. Here, they're not in suits. They're nope. completely exposed. They could be inhaling it. But they don't know that. Yeah, they, they don't, don't know that. They don't well, know that. They, they kind of know. Well, that, oh, well they start Miller doesn't know. says the light thing, you yes, know. Um, that's right. Yeah, Miller doesn't know, and Miller doesn't Miller, have any no. idea. That's right. He has no he idea. He kind of... Well, yeah, he doesn't. definitely doesn't know what happened on the Anubis. Mm-hmm. But he knows that there's something because he saw that video that, oh, yes, he did. He that was on true. that data stick. But it's yeah. like connecting those two things together, maybe like, you know, if you you have to go like a stretch to be like, oh, well, it's the same thing or oh, that's kind of in here. Yeah. I feel like it's still a long, long shot. Yeah. Both. That's what I like about the show is that both parties don't have all the information, but we, the audience does. I. That's what I was saying. They need to talk. They have a lot of stuff yeah. to share. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I was right. Ju- uh, Julie Polanski. <laughs> I know Polanski yes. was Julie Mao. I was like, I can't believe yes. I got that. But I was like pretty confident. But still. And then I said, Holden and Miller, we're going to get together and talk a little bit. You got they haven't that. talked too much. You but. got that too. And and so we're three for three on this. And, yeah. and I, then, I was right with saying that she was a MacGuffin. Because yeah. after the first episode where we hear her scream, 
we never see her alive yeah. in the present. She's always referred mm-hmm. to. There's video footage of her. There's evidence that she's been there. But she's she was pretty much a goal that the characters kept trying to attain. Yeah. And she was not actually there, really. She's yeah. been... Who knows how long she's been dead. If she's been decaying, mm-hmm. yeah. it's been several days. Well, that's the thing. You don't really... I mean, not that I know a lot about this, but I mean, just based off of my extensive criminal novel readings. Um, I mean, in order to decaying body, like, takes a while. It's not just, like, it's not just a day or two. It's, like, yeah. a couple days, you know, because... Could be weeks. Well, a couple Could would be. be a day or two. Well, no, no. Not in this instance. I meant, like, not... I, I, meant like I, a I was couple teasing your word. I know, I know, I know. I realized, I was like, damn, I sounded stupid and I didn't no, want to. No, no! No, you don't. I'm but sorry. But yeah, no, it's not one or two days. It's probably three, four, five, six, seven, I don't know, a week, but it's just Got not it. gonna okay. be one or two. Yeah, and then the way she died, too, it, it would probably decompose in a completely different way. Yeah. It's horrific. Really, yeah. Really it looks no really idea. gross. Oh, well, actually, that brings up a good point, then. If it's the way she, she died or whatever, we don't know. It could have been And it, it on been her hours. skin. Who knows? Like, yeah. yeah, it on her skin could have almost preserved it in a way, too. Yeah, so it could have been even or longer. Or deconstructed. Who knows? Yeah. This is what we need. We need to have Miller take out that uh, that tablet that he got, the mini tablet, hand terminal. I think they call them hand terminals. That's what they His um, phone. His phone. His (laughs) iPhone. And he has to just look at the timestamp of when she was walking around Aero Station. Mm -hmm. Then we can know when she was last alive. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. I don't, yeah, I don't think we really took, there was a obvious way that we saw before. No, maybe maybe we could pause it. Maybe you guys out there, you can pause it and see if there's any kind of timestamp on there. But then how would we know what date is for them? Well, it could also be written in a way that we wouldn't Totally. Read it or whatever if they put weird numbers or something. Yeah. I, I thought I thought she was going to be dead because I just thought it was good like... Call. Yeah, it's just too good to be true. There was something yeah. fishy about it. It's like... It, but it's, we still have no idea what her motives were, what the ship was. There's, there's like so, so much more we yeah. don't know. And also, I need to understand the manner of death in a way. Just a little because, bit. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. I totally right? agree. She was all like, she had all these splotchy things on her. I'm like, did that come like eat her from inside? Like, what are those? Are things? they? Yeah. Like, are they raised spore like yeah. things mm-hmm. on top of her skin? And she had something going on. She in was the naked. Mouth. Why was she naked? Yeah. She was naked. She was in the shower. Perhaps. Okay. Well, then that's fine. So maybe naked, but... she was trying to decontaminate herself, which wouldn't work because. It's already inside you, and you're just trying to do it like yeah. on the surface. Yeah. You can't wash inside your yeah, lungs. Yeah, because we don't know. Uh, yeah, we don't know anything about this thing, like how it spreads, how it kills you. Is it, if anybody's immune to it, or how long do you have? How does it infect you? Yeah, we don't know any of that. We stuff. don't know any no, of that. Yeah. Not yet. All, all we know that it's a biological thing, and it's. It's from Phoebe Pretty Station. Pretty sure it's a weapon. It's a weapon, perhaps. It's from Phoebe Station. Or that's why it was made. Or it could, be, it could be used as a weapon. I actually uh, want to I, I wanna bring this up at the end of the, the next topic where we talk about Holden and the crew, because mm-hmm. it's going to overlap a little bit. So let's start talking about the stealth ship. So they're on the stealth ship, and they're exploring it, right? Uh, I love how when they when when they're about to get on there, they have such great exchanges with Kenzo and Amos, right? It's mm-hmm. so funny. It's so funny. He tells uh Holden tells him like, Hey, you bet you know, if you break so much as a toenail, it's your ass. That was funny. You're gonna be in space. And he's like, Sure thing, Skipper. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then Aww. so you're the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, and he even gives him like the death wink like I'm watching yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost like you're mine, bitch. And yeah. then we we talked about this, and you said to bring it up again. I yeah, I thought how they docked to that stealth ship was interesting because it looked like a solid structure bridge connecting them. And then I was like, well, the ship seemed to be hard to get to, 
that I was almost thinking they were going to free float in space, like have little jetpacks or something and go across, or that the tunnel needed to be um, softer or something. Yeah, more malleable. Yeah, because the way it was hard, I kind of was like, how... That's that's a really good point. So I think they must have matched up their orbit, like gotten into synchronous orbit with the ship, with the asteroid, and then they would have been... And Alex is that good of a pilot. And he's that good of a pilot. He could have done it. However, in the book, um, they actually refer to mechs. So not only do they get near the ship, but they can't get that close to it because the orbit's never going to be perfect. Okay. So what they do is they have this mech which is like this machine that's Mm -hmm. like a robot pretty much controlled by naomi usually she was controlling it she was flying everybody Mm. towards the other ship that they wanted to dock like one at a time and they were all on tethers and they were attached to it so they'd be in space okay so that's what i kind of visualized you would do Mm -hmm. okay and then they get there's arms where they can attach to the side and it's a lot smaller than that huge like corridor that they have like a docking Mm. like a docking tunnel yeah yeah. pretty much they did not allude to that at least in the early chapters of the book so far um, I like the docking tunnel. It was cool. Though. It saves yeah. it saves um, production time. Maybe it I don't does. know. It's probably yeah. easier. Well, because then it's less special effects than floating totally, in space. Totally, totally. Exa- so it's probably easier. Yeah, exactly. But it still works. I and feel like. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It just was kind yeah. of one of those you visually look at and go, "How are those connecting?" Yeah, it, it would, I would think it would be a little bit difficult. But hey, you know what? For expediency of the plot, mm-hmm. because otherwise it would take them a mm-hmm. long time mm-hmm. to fly exactly, exactly. hundred thousand kilometers or however yeah. far it, it is. Yeah. Um, but, so, they're on the ship. They start powering it up, right? Because, we're like, no! Yeah, I we're, know, we're just like, don't turn it on, don't, don't turn, turn it, it on. Run back, turn it off. We know. Like, we know it's going to be bad, right? Because that's what happened when Julie was there. Like, the power was on, and that's where everything was getting crazy, and people were getting sucked into whatever that floating yeah. mud is. Now we get to see it. It's all inactive, but then as soon as they start turning on the ship... Then all the little spores yeah. and like fungus or whatever it is starts to glow. Yeah, and yeah. even I think Naomi and Holden were saying like it feels like it's alive, and that's yeah. really the sense that you get because it's kind of like pulsing. You know, yeah. it's yeah. really and it's, it is very gross. It mm-hmm. is gross. Yeah, and it started expanding towards them yes. in the reactor. She's yes. like, "Well, hold up, Turner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's float away. Hold really, in, hold up, really yeah. fast." And I yeah. think Holden says like. I got a bad feeling about this, right? I know. You in the audience, you're like, yeah, yeah. hurry up. It's a total... I love it when they do that because it always makes me think about Star Wars. Like, they always say that in Star Wars. Mm. I got a bad feeling about this. And it's <laughs> always... It always... Something bad always happens. Well, I mean, space is just so unknown, you know? There's mm-hmm. not there's not that much that we've cataloged, per se. And mm-hmm. then it's the same thing in this world. So you have this goo, killer goo. I mean, like, hello. <laughs> so I have a bad feeling about mm-hmm. it, too. Yes. And we got to see everything from... From the first episode, we got to see the locker that Julie was in. We got to see the water bottle that she used to squeeze her last ounces of water out, to droplets out and put in her mouth. We got to see blood that was smeared by her yeah. on the side of that corridor. We got to see like every like the scopuli stuff floating in there. So scopuli stuff in the Anubis ship, that means people from the scopuli. The crew was in there. They were and taken. Phoebe. And connection to Phoebe. Connection to Phoebe Station because they know that this stuff came from Phoebe Station, whatever this floating mud spores Seriously, is. Seriously, Phoebe Station. Good way to mess us, like, mess Gosh, everything up. Man. God. So. Good way to kill everyone. Like. Now, they, uh, and actually I have a really good prediction and I'm probably, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to save it for the end, actually. Okay. But, uh, they end up saying, hey, let's get out of here. We need to leave right now. 
possible contaminant. Let's get the computer cores. They're smart about that. They're, James is really smart about it. So he heads out of there. But so is Alex. He's like, I wasn't like, you're back on before I decontaminated. <laughs> you guys are going to be decontaminated. Thank you very He's much. He's like, uh, no. We were talking about that, how Alex has the best lines. Totally. Alex, yeah, if you're watching or on Twitter, we love a lot of your lines. They're so fun. He probably has the best time saying them, too. It's Throwback just to donkey balls. Yes. Always remember the donkey balls. Hashtag donkey balls. Uh, So they end up nuking the ship. And that was smart. It was Ish. smart, kind of. And I, but then, guys, what do you think? I totally do not think that was a smart idea because, like we were talking, you know, matter isn't going to be just destroyed so simply. I mean, it's going to be like this one little particle that latches on to one ship, something, and it something grows and grows. And yeah, and it's still going to take the yeah. energy, right? And then maybe grow and grow, like you were saying, yeah. Carrie. And then, good luck. Like, good mm-hmm. luck. That, I think that was the stupidest idea ever. Yeah. I think in that sense, Kenzo was totally... You don't have to use it as a bargaining chip, but I think not touching it was the, you know... I feel yeah. double-edged sword. I feel it was one of those... I think it was. I don't think anybody else should have access to that. that it is, is too dangerous. True. But I also kind of felt that way, too, that in blowing it up, it's like, well, you don't know if that actually destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, you can't just... Like you can't assume, assume that you know shooting at something. Don't take it for granted. Yeah, don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted that you're shooting. Something that was a popular thing on our you know. last episode. Exactly. Don't take anything for granted. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, I'm, now that I'm <laughs> thinking about it, hopefully the nuclear explosion because it's nuclear will Wipe vaporize anything, any kind of organic matter. Should and we be don't destroyed. know how that stuff deals in outer space. No, we don't. I mean, the doors were all open, but we don't know exactly how it would be if it was free-floating. Yes. I mean, I don't know don't. if there's anywhere from it for it to take energy if it's just yeah. free-floating in space. So it needs some sort of reactor or something to okay. give it And it's life. a weird spot, so maybe nobody's necessarily going to fly by. But. Unless it gets on top of the ship and then sucks energy through the hull. Well, that's what I was yeah. saying, yeah. Which, I was worried it was going to get on their ship as they are leaving. And, I mean, we don't know. Could, and we like the Rosinante. I no. love the Rossi. We, we do. It's gotta Don't get destroy dis- the ship. I feel like it's going to get destroyed at some point, though. Maybe Probably. not this season, maybe next season. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, there's going to be a season two. Yeah. So they nuke it. They go to Eros, yes. right? And there's kind of like a quick thing for Intel. Kenzo gives them Intel on... Oh, hey, the the Blue Falcon. That's where, Kenzo, that's where she is on the net. Kenzo mm-hmm. is a sneaky effer. Just yeah. Saying. And he, even though he knows that she's going to be there, so that's where he's leading them, at the same time, he's also working with the UN on an uplink. Oh, he's so sketch. He's sending them pictures of where they're going to be, and the and it said the UN black ops team is en route. Police will not be notified. Whoa. He totally puts them into a trap. He's sweating the whole time. Didn't you notice that? Oh, yeah. I'm like, he's sweating. I like that Amos kind of is noticing that, too. And I did like how Amos got them the room information. Because <laughs> I was like, that's where his previous job came in handy. He's like, it's his birthday. It's his special birthday. Special person. Birthday. Come on. <laughs> and then the guy's like, oh, you okay. guys." I, as soon I, as I, they walked in, I'm like, this is a hotel by the hour. I, I mean, that <laughs> Instantly. Totally, yeah, but I must just be so innocent. You guys are saying, like, honestly, serious, like, kind of naive. Because you guys are like, the special birthday. And I was like, what? Like, I was like, oh, it's birthday, right? Like, like, hey, dude, what's up? Like, no, no it's a I hotel by the hour. It's not, you know. 
<laughs> Shows you my experience with these things. <laughs> oh, yeah, we go to those hotels all the time. Wait, what? No, I'm just kidding. They call it a flop house, and this is how naive <laughs> I am. And I didn't realize, like, I was like, Let's, I, I feel like it's a prostitute hotel, but and I hope that's not the definition in the dictionary. Let's see if there's a, a real flop. definition. So that's probably what the, like, the com- uh, colloquial You flop term. on the bed. Yeah, you flop on the bed. So I looked it up, <laughs> and it said... A cheap hotel for people who really can't afford it. In Spanish, it said vagabondos. So I was like, okay, for uh, okay. vagabonds, like okay. people who can't afford it, sure. they stay at this hotel, mm-hmm. Got pretty it. much. And so they have the most intense scene. And I'm thinking to myself, like hashtag Blue Falcon, hashtag Remember the Blue Falcon. <laughs> it is such a crazy scene because when they get in there, what kind of music was playing? Oh, like. Elevator oh, they're weird elevator yeah. music. Yes, I'm like, elevator music has survived into the future. Yes. It's, it's totally like hotel uh, hotel lobby, elevator-y. Cheap. Like, you know. Bad hotel. And everybody is so <laughs> quiet. except. Oh, for, it's like, so weird and creepy. Yeah. You're like, guys, guys, yeah. something is going on. Yeah, but it's like so. Amos definitely had his sensors like full on. Yeah, he's like, you know, nope. he's like wait a minute. It, I like his like, zipper. He's like, <laughs> I know, but he, he was the, he, I think he was the only one who really just kind of like was really extra aware. I feel like yes. everybody else was less. When, yeah. It, when those guys walked in, everybody else seemed okay. Uh, I definitely didn't think they the, were on their toes a little bit. No, I mean but, like the people, yes. like the people walking in every, the first three people, they seemed fine. Like the older lady who looked like an older prostitute and then mm-hmm. the two other younger prostitutes or whatever young women came mm-hmm. in there and they were working the machine. They seemed fine because they were like, oh, this machine, it doesn't, so they've been there before. I felt that was all a setup though. It could have been. But then we have this, these two other dudes walk in with huge black trench coats. You got some automatic weapons under Yeah, that. I don't trust you. Yeah. yeah no. And then another guy sits down by the prostitute, the older one, and then everybody starts opening fire when Kenzo takes off. And yeah. he doesn't get a scratch like, on him. Whoa! Well, Kenzo was like, I'm out of y'all. Like, yeah. that is just not happening right now. He was like, I'm going to save my back. That like, was a really cool shootout, though. It was. I did like yeah. Alex's uh, flipping the table. Or the couch. Flip the, the couch, couch and yeah. hide behind it. Though I was like, that one being shot at, besides them not knowing where he is, I kind of was like, he's going to totally get hit. Yeah, that's what I thought, I didn't too. feel like that was a sturdy enough, like, no way. I'm thing s- to stop those bullets stuff. I'm so glad that he didn't get shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's still alive because we love Alex. Oh, my gosh. Like, no. And everybody else, too, they good, they they got to good hiding spots pretty quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yes, they did. And then, um, who saves the day? But Miller? Oh, that in. was so good. That entrance was like, what? I'm here to save y'all. Yeah. I just really like Miller. Oh, he got say? so cool in this episode. He's so cool. He is so cool. He And I think I was looking on, on Twitter the night that it came out, mm-hmm. and some of the, maybe like one of the showrunners, or, or perhaps like James, uh, James S.A. Corey was like, Miller does know how to make an entrance, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> totally, yeah. You're like, yes, he does. Yeah. So he comes in, and even Holden's like, are you a cop? He's like, no. Nah. Not anymore. Not anymore. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Great. Great. So when they go up to the room, uh, Naomi notices that there's no lights. There's no energy. Someone was trying to... They knew how this... Turn everything off. Yeah, exactly. Turn everything off. They knew how this thing worked. Yeah. But it still didn't Didn't help. Didn't matter. Didn't help her. Amos said something really interesting. He said... Mm. And you guys mentioned it. He said... Um, ozone. I yeah, I thought that was a weird word, too. Yeah, why would he use ozone? Well, he said it smells like, and they're like sweat, blah, blah, and then ozone. Yeah, so why would he know? Because he's an earther, and he's used to the smell of ozone. Maybe. And and then when he goes outside of Earth, like he goes to Mars, he goes to the belt, 
there's not that smell anymore mm-hmm. of ozone, yeah. so it knows what it smells yeah. like. So maybe, maybe maybe that's the smell of like Julie Mao. I know it sounds weird, but she's an Earther, right? So yeah, could be that. It yeah. could be her decomposition. Sure. Even just yeah. a smidge of like her in there. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. I it's her natural smells. Scent. <laughs> so we, we only got a few minutes left, guys. Yeah. So we need. I'm all do the special segment, Emma. Do uh, yeah. Barcelona and Johnson really, really quick. So special segment, Mormon conversation. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do. Actually, back it up. Back it up. Okay, special segment. Five things you didn't know about the Expanse. The Mormon conversation is totally different in the book. Oh. Totally different. Instead, it talks about. War being a part of humanity, and the only way we can get rid of war is by not being humans anymore. Perhaps being angels. What or more aliens. Ma- That's a or very aliens. different conversation. <laughs> totally but some people can say aliens are angels and vice oh, versa. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. So, yeah. Cool. Interesting. Then we actually have the hat follow with Miller all the way to Eros. Wait, how did it follow with him? He doesn't get rid of oh. it. <laughs> oh. No, but you know, I think they were... I was watching some of the extra clips that came out like in between the mm-hmm. the show if you watched it like on Tuesday. Um, I think it was on Tuesday. Or some of the extra segments or something like that. Um, and I think they said something... I can't remember now. I'll come back to it. But they, they mentioned why they left it there. Mm. Why they had him well, It's like it they there. left a piece of him behind. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, there exactly. was like a symbolism. It's like, yeah. like peeling a layer. Yeah, yeah, so even though that's not necessarily in the book, it was like kind of like Miller a being visual. like, "This is symbolic." The end of this there party. we go. And that's, yeah. that's actually what Sammy said when they were eating lunch. He said, yeah. "Like, what did you take that hat off because mm-hmm. you're abandoning our like what we said to keep mm-hmm. everything off your head? Mm-hmm. You know, to like yeah. not whatever to protect yourself." Yeah. Um, Miller knew. This is the third thing. Miller knew that they were coming in the book. Oh, so oh, hello. he actually didn't know about the blue. How do you Falcon. know they were coming? He didn't know about the blue falcon. I, I actually, uh, that's for the readers to see. I, ah, I, okay. Yes, but so Uh-oh. I don't want to spoil it got too it, much. Got it. But uh, that's interesting. He, instead, he actually follows them and he tails oh. the Rosinante crew the whole time to get to the blue. Well, falcon. Te- that would go better with my prediction I made last time that they're going to get together. So that'd be more interesting that he actively followed them. Yes, but I uh, like how they did. But I liked how they the did this. Yeah, it's I, real I life. It There's weird coincidences. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I did like this better. It was able. It, we were able to see a lot more dynamics on both sure. sides this way, so that was fine. So, right. so a, a lot of suspense, lots of tension because it's like yes. they're running out of ammo. Who's what's going to happen? Then boom, Miller. Yeah, yeah. You know? Then he so. comes in and helps him. Um, and, and funny thing in that scene where he comes in and he helps him. They, because they noticed him following them, they said, the guy with the funny hat, the guy with the funny <laughs> hat, the whole time he's like, hey, the funny hat came in here again. And, and he saved us. What's up with that guy? Is he a cop? So, anyway, back it up, back it up a little bit. So, <laughs> the casino, there, there's actually a casino on Eros. We only get to see it on that guy's data pad or his tablet. Okay. But, That's what he's doing. And, and yeah, I noticed yeah. the game says, like, win or something like that, like, like on Eros. And it's like it says that on the little app or whatever he's it's using. It's a bad version of Vegas. <laughs> yes. That's what that place is. It yes. Is. A dirty version of a Vegas. A nightmare and version. Amos and Alex, Dirtier. Yeah. They, they had enough time going from the docking bay to the Blue Falcon to mm-hmm. actually play some games and win thousands of dollars in the Oh, book. what? Oh. Yeah. Well, that is kind of just extra stuff on yeah. a TV show. Yeah, totally, we don't totally have time That's really that. interesting. Gratuitous. Yeah. And uh, there's actually no front desk guy over oh, at... Oh, that was cool, though. Yeah, in the book, there's no front desk guy. It's supposed to be completely automated, but it was cooler. I could see why they added it in for an extra victim during the shootout. 
Sure. Yes, absolutely. And also it makes it a little harder to figure out. It's like you have to go through a human element in order to reach that, you know. Yeah. It, it involves I a like little that bit part. more struggle. It, That's yeah, funny. Exactly. It, it, made it, it, yeah. it made it more fun that way, Yeah, I feel. The, the guy was really interesting. And he was such an interesting looking guy, too. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like the intimidation from Amos Factor. <laughs> That's always the best factor. I love the intimidation from Amos. <laughs> so, so, it's my new fragrance. Avasarala. <laughs> <laughs> She knows that her friend, the Martian ambassador, former Martian ambassador, de Graff, is dead, probably by his own hand, maybe not. Mm. Aaron Wright, the UN deputy, he was talking about killing Holden in practically the same minute. Mm-hmm. So what if he sent his black ops team to kill and make it look like he suicided him? I, mean, I think that would lead possible. into our predictions. Yes, it probably is. Oh, one one more thing. Uh, Johnson, <laughs> he got that data stick. They're yes. analyzing mm-hmm. it. And whatever he saw is awesome, but we yes! can't see it oh, yet. that was hard. But we like, don't know yet. We don't know. Hopefully, yet. that'll be next episode. Does he look confused enough by you? I think he looked surprised. I yes. think he looked. Concerned, he was not surprised. expecting what he saw. Yes, I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like he's not behind it. Whatever it is, or yeah, I agree. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's behind it. No, 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 no. I, but I didn't think he was behind it from the first, you know, instance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move into predictions. There we go. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Yeah. <laughs> Maria, would you like to start? Yes, I will. Okay, so given that we have this floating goo thing, I think that it's going to uh, like get onto one of our main people. So whether it be like Amos or Naomi, I but it's possible that there's a way to get rid of this. Yeah, you know, this we true? don't know it yet. Maybe. Uh, but I think that's what's going to happen. I can just kind of see it happening, and then they're like struggling, and they don't know what to do, and they kind of like they have to take some some maybe like very very active measures. That's the only like for a prediction I have for now. But that's like one thing that I can see happening, just because it would be too easy if it doesn't start at like latching onto people and I think it will end up getting somewhere because it latches onto like maybe uh, the hull of a ship or something I don't mm. think I don't think that's mm-hmm. the end of the blue goo it's just too easy that's a good prediction no. uh, yeah I agree it's probably uh, sadly probably we'll get on one of the main characters uh, yeah I don't know who the, the, I feel they could roll the dice with that one uh, I do think uh, Vassarala's quote unquote friend I, I think he was murdered mm-hmm. I don't feel he committed suicide um no, because he had, a, like, a family and stuff that I'm... Um, not that that... He just yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I don't think... Yeah. I, he he had a... Ha- he seemed to be having a decent enough life that you're like, why? But, again, you never know. Um, oh, man, that's about... I feel there's too much, like, we don't know. So I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of just excited that it's the end up next. Yes, we, we are. But you had a prediction you were going to mention. I had two predictions. Yes. I, really, I have two really good ones. Okay, one is I feel like Julie Mao's flashbacks are going to be a bunch several minutes if not the whole episode or maybe half of next episode episode nine we're going to see okay so we can see what happened yeah i want to see what happened to her in between yeah episode one and now well now that you say that there are there were some previews where we saw her like saw her so i was like maybe she is still alive and then i got confused so maybe they are flesh but that's a good yeah i agree that's i well you know maybe we'll see good prediction on that here's my really really good one okay this this one i I feel like this is reaching it's really reaching left field go for it okay so and this is what hit me when amos said it smells like ozone okay okay could it be Julie, or could it be the things, the spores, this weapon? So maybe, was it made on Earth? Maybe it's not a weapon. No, 
I don't think it was made on Earth. I think it was a Martian experiment because Phoebe's station okay. is a Martian station. It's a Martian experiment. Okay. But it wasn't meant to be used as a weapon. But now they know <gasps> it could be a weapon. It oh. was used to terraform Mars. Or they're trying to terraform oh, Mars. Oh, yes, to yes, yes. yes. air yeah. on Mars. But then it went bad. So maybe, exactly, it went bad. And then, because they, you know. they Then they go, oh, wait, it can be a weapon. Yes. And they realized they couldn't control it. Oh. And then they all, when someone found out it could be that used as a weapon, yeah. all hell breaks loose. It is reaching, but I think you're like... Like straight, I feel you know, you're on I the right you're track. Literally on the yeah. thing, yeah. We just don't know who is doing it, but I yes. think it's an extremist faction of the OPA. Okay, the blue faced guys. Okay, okay. Yes, but then they would want to terraform Mars. No, they want to just use it as a weapon. You mean okay? Now they're the it. ones who have it as a weapon. They okay. just want it as Sorry. a weapon. Okay. They want to okay. kill everybody and just take all the interplanetary systems, okay. which is Mars and Earth, for themselves. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. I like this. All right. Bam. Well, that about does it for us here at. Make sure to tune in next week. Yes, make sure to tune in next <gasps> week. Stephen Strait, who plays Holden on the show, he's going to be here in the studio. He's confirmed. Uh, it's going to be a great show. We're going to be interviewing him, get getting behind the scenes, and hear what he has coming up and. And if he's excited for season two, because I know that it's we all are. It's the finale, too. We're freaking excited. Ah. Yeah. Well, until next week, you guys can find me mm. at Sean Austin O on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to check out my book, City of Angels and Discontent, on the iTunes bookstore and Amazon.com. Yes, and you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Carrie Lane Actor. And you can find me at MGCVSST on both Twitter and Instagram. Thanks so much, guys. We'll buzz with you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 